Welcome to the Taste Like Homebrew Podcast. Today you're going to hear a series of interviews about the Eastside Beer Week. Um, it's a beer week going on with uh, just Eastside breweries that are located just on the 405 in the greater Seattle area. So Sam and I were lucky enough to get invited to the release of the beer and the kind of the startup of the beer week. So um, yeah, got a whole bunch of interviews. Uh, sit back and enjoy, and cheers. Um, but anyway... <laughs> there's your running start right there. Oh, there's my running start that I wanted. Uh, so, James, you are here from uh, Eastside Beer Week. That's correct. I saw how you checked the hat just to make sure that you had it correctly. <laughs> and for all those that are listening, I have a hat on that says Eastside. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't say Beer Week, it just says Eastside. Yes. He could be just a fan of any Eastside. Chicago... I, I like St. to Louis. stick to uh, east of Seattle. There you go. Yeah, four oh five. That's what it says. That's what it yeah. says on there. So, uh, what are we? Uh, what are we doing here today? Well, I'm going to drink this beer over here real quick. Well, that's what this is uh, the beginning of the third year for Eastside Beer Week. Eastside Beer Week came from my wife Danica and I. We we were just talking we were at a brewery mm-hmm. about how nothing happens on the east side. Nothing happens along the four oh five, celebrating the breweries on this side. And we absolutely love all these breweries, but nothing happened. So we decided to talk to the brewers. And we gathered them up in 2018 and made it uh, a community effort. So I, I told them that I would like to do this. I will support you, but this is going to be for you, not for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm here for you. Awesome. And they kind of set the ground rules. Um, and I said, that's great. I will follow those ground rules, and I, I will move forward. And we celebrate the breweries up and down the 405, even if they're not having events during Eastside Beer Week. Mm-hmm. And, and Eastside Beer Week this year is July 22nd through the 31st. Awesome. All right. So and so it's like a series of events that you guys have going on yeah. that kind of help bring uh, people out to different breweries on the east side. Um what kind of events do you guys have set up for this year? Yeah, well, we have quite a few. So this year, Postdoc Brewing in Redmond. Um, Which we are right now, for those yes. that can hear yes. a little bit of yeah. background noise. Yeah, we're clearly at a brewery right now. <laughs> so they're the ones that uh, are doing the official beer this year. So the first year we had Black Raven. Second year we had Crucible. Third year is Postdoc. But Postdoc uh, collaborated with several other breweries. Um, to, to make this um, great citrus IPA that they have. And it is a delightful beer. It's yes, very, it's very good. Super, super juicy, a lot of citrusy. It's been a, been a good beer. I like it. It's called East vs. Zest. And uh, so Postdoc has nine events in ten days, which is crazy. But the taproom manager, Jason, he goes all out every single year. So this year is really no different, even though they're, they're doing the beer. But he, he definitely loves events. Um, but throughout the, um, the beer week, we have beer and cake pairings. We have cheese and beer pairings. We have beer yoga. Uh, we have many different kinds. But if you just go to eastsidebeerweek.com backslash events, you can find all the events listed. Plus, oh, I forgot. We have a beer historian over at Foggy Noggin. Right? Oh. I've been seeing that on Twitter and yeah. on Instagram. Because yeah. I follow Foggy Noggin a lot of things, and they're one of the OG breweries, and that looks exciting. I definitely would check that out. Uh, very limited. It, it is ticketed, though. So get your tickets. So get that now. Yeah. Say. Beer historian. That, that excites me. As a 
historian myself, as just a guy with a history degree, because, you know, <laughs> what else am I doing in my life besides get a history degree? That's, your history is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You know, another cool thing that we're doing, um, or actually this is the third year doing it, is a 5K run to support a local nonprofit. Okay. Down in Renton, actually. Ooh. Oh. Um, Where are they so running in Renton? Yeah, it's uh, Four Generals in Dubtown Brewing. Oh, there you go. They're hosting the, the 5K run, and this year they're supporting Sustainable Renton. So, oh, okay. uh, again, go to uh, eastsidebeerweek.com, check out the events, and we'll run for beer. Um, we'll, uh, we'll showcase the, the event. You know what? I love to see Renton getting involved because we live in Renton, and we actually are walking distance to Dubtown and Port Generals. So it's like it just excites me that these breweries would get involved with Eastside Beer Week. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's kind r- of in our backyard. It's now, running. Too. I'm not going to do it because my fat ass doesn't run. I mean, I might do it. There you go. But you know what? You can run for beer, or you can walk for beer. Yeah, That's true. walking for beer is also an option. I'm curious about the the route that it goes through Renton down there. Um, so yeah, so it's just Eastside Beer Week. Either way, you got to earn your beer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. I got a scooter. Can I scoot for beer? Sure, if you got a scooter. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's, Bring it. That was yeah. our uh, drunk COVID buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that was. <laughs> Maybe like the first couple weeks when you're just at home doing nothing. Let's buy a scooter. Yeah, Seems I've like had a, really a late idea. night lime after a brewery yeah. experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it fantastic. <laughs> So uh, I just want to hear a few things about uh, the east side in general and the beer scene. So how many breweries are on the east side? There's 30 plus. Um, okay. We got, um, there, there's a couple that are just popping up out of their garages, and it's amazing. Well, that's one of them that's here, right? Yeah, Underground Brewing is here. Um, there's another one. Well, Foggy Noggin, he, he's been that's doing like it. OG for, in the yeah. <laughs> uh, And then there's another one in Bothell called Four Stitch Brewing. And he does it out of his garage as well. Do you, so, I don't. You may or may not know. So, are those considered technically Snohomish County? Because I know King County has a bunch of weird rules about so, garage. Um, I'm not sure what side of uh, the, the line the on. line they are, but I think they're just north of. Okay, I, that I'm makes correct. sense. Because I know a lot of the breweries in the like King County area got in trouble like yeah. ten years ago for doing that. That's why we have no more like Strong Arm and. What's the other one in Renton? Uh, Herbert B. Friendly. Yeah, Herbert B. Friendly. Mm-hmm. So they would have been East Side breweries, but yeah, yeah. would have been. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I had a question for you. So uh, just to give a little bit of background, when we started this podcast, it was me and Matt who, and we're married, uh, sitting at a brewery, and we were kind of like checking off a list of a wobble map of all the different. Um, Washington be- uh, breweries we'd been to and we were like well why don't we start a blog about it and the blog turned into the podcast and that's how we got kind of here today so I was just curious what brewery were you guys at when you came up with the East Side Beer Week were you in an East Side brewery or you know we talked about it in multiple locations mm-hmm. I know that we actually were talking about it here in, in Postdoc at one point I know we were in Metier at one point um there's quite a few breweries that we had this discussion at. Yeah. But it wasn't until we got home, after all these discussions, we started, okay, what do we need to do to get this done? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yes, it started the conversation at breweries, but we ended uh, or oh, finalized yeah. it at yeah. home. Because um, yeah. you got to, away from the beer, we were able to finalize it. <laughs> Make some more coherent yes. decisions. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And uh, with, with all this... Um, um, brewery hopping. I, I have a four-year-old, and 
he's actually grown up in the breweries and actually wineries and distilleries because I, I, I work for Woodenville Wine Country. Okay. okay. So uh, I get to work with uh, a whole bunch of um, great craft beverage uh, companies. But my son's been to over 100 breweries. Wow, that's that's impressive. Yeah, that's four years old. And at uh, week two, he was in uh, Fort George doing a brewery tour. Hey, <laughs> all right. But also, background: we were married at Fort George. Yeah, we oh, got married there. there so hey. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cheers. cheers. Yeah. Oh, I don't have any beer right now, though. The problem uh, with this: no one on the radio knows or listens. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll just they hear the clink. <laughs> yeah. But it's because I drink all of it. That's my problem. Yeah. It's delightful. It's warm today. The yes. beer is cold. It's a it's just a real zesty uh, kind of just a lot of pops with a lot of fruitiness. Yep. Just love that. Very That's good beer. Great summertime well, beer. Well, uh, I know you've got an event here that you're uh, kind of working right now, so we don't want to keep you for too long. Is there anything else you wanted to plug so or website mention? Website is eastsidebeerweek.com. Yep, eastsidebeerweek.com, and check out the events. Um, and our major sponsor this year is Ziffly Fiber, and we're very appreciative for all their help. Awesome. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, Thanks for uh, making this happen, both you and Zippoli. So. Yeah. <laughs> cheers. Yeah. Right, cheers. cheers. Thank, Thank you, you so much. <laughs> All right. There you go. Do you want me, want me to continue with that joke I just did, Sam? No, I think we can just go ahead and get Let's started. So uh, we have <laughs> now uh, Jason yep. here from Postdoc. Fucking Frank keeps telling you your name is Jonathan. No, that's not right. Yeah, Fucking so. Frank. I mean, I might answer to it for a beer. I think he's just trying to screw yeah. with me. I'm like, right when Jason, he's like, it's not Jason, it's Jonathan. Don't you do that? <laughs> yeah, I get James a lot, but yeah, yeah. I can see that. A lot of the J names, J A. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing. I get the the James, the Justins, and the Johns mixed up yeah. a lot. Just don't call me, you know, Keith. Yeah. Sorry, any Keiths out there? Just, just that's that's where you yeah. draw the line. Yeah, there's exactly. a Family Guy joke where he's like, "What's the ugliest guy name?" He's just like, Keith. Yeah, <laughs> that might have been where I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Keith is the ugliest name you can have. Yeah. So, anyways, we have Apologies James from Postdoc. Yep. And uh, so tell us a little about yourself. Tell us about your, your job here at Postdoc. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm the, the taproom manager here at Postdoc. I've been here four and a half years. Uh, left a job in the retail industry to come here. And uh, best decision I've ever made besides uh, meeting and marrying my wife. So, uh, yeah, it's been awesome for me. So, uh, yeah, we're here today to pre-release to you guys our beer, the East vs. Zest, which we brewed in collaboration with Eastside Beer Week. So uh, each year a different brewery is kind of the host brewery and brews uh, the Eastside Beer Week beer. So uh, it's finally our turn. So right. here we are. So, yeah, kind of just here to talk about everything we have going on for, for the week. Uh, Eastside Beer Week starts officially on Friday and then goes till the following Sunday, so 10 days. And over those 10 days we have nine events, so we're going to be super busy around here. You have nine events located here. Yep. Okay. Yep. Starting on uh, Friday and then ending on August, uh, sorry, July 31st. Okay. Yeah. And uh, are there any of the events that you're particularly excited for? Um, I mean, they all kind of have their own special flair. We have some charitable events. We have some beer pairing events with different types of food. We've got trivia nights. Um, so it's kind of a little bit of everything. So Yeah, it looks like you guys have a lot of collaborations with other small businesses yeah. in the area, like right. uh, the craft beer bakery yep. looks like you guys are doing something there yep so um, yeah with craft beer bakery that'll be um on saturday uh july or yeah july 23rd i believe uh from 12 to 2 so uh 22nd, oh, I think. 22nd. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I should have a calendar in front of me. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Craft Beer Bakery uh, was founded by actually by my wife, uh, Jessica. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. That's your wife Is that what we're reading right now? 
What's that? Is that what you're eating right now, or the cake? Yeah, yeah, that oh. was uh, yeah, that was made by her. Oh, that's Chef's a wonderful delicious. cake. Yeah, she uh, she just started her business in May, actually. So she's been just kind of partnering with us, just kind of uh, getting started and testing the market and all that. So her deal is. Uh, she makes beer-infused desserts. So she's been doing this for a couple of years. She went to culinary school, and part of, part of her final project was actually in a beer cake. So she's kind of been at it for a couple of years and decided to finally take the plunge and start it professionally. So, oh, cool. so this will be her first proper beer and cake pairing. So she's done a couple like events here where she just sells cake here. Uh, but this one will be with us, and we will serve four slices of cake and four beers. And the four beers that we're going to serve with the cake are actually inside of the cake. So you can take a sip of beer, taste the cake, and then try to find the flavors that you taste in the beer in the cake. So As a fat guy, that might be the best thing I've ever I, heard in my life. I think life. that's yeah. uh, like officially Matt's new favorite dessert experience. I don't know if you could be sexually attracted to it in an event. But Possibly. I think I am yeah. right now. Yeah. Honestly, like our friends both love and hate us because we bring cake and beer. I mean, I got the brewery part. She's got the dessert part. That's, and they that's equally love us right and hate us because, you know, we both enhance and destroy their lives that's all at the same time. That, that's yeah. the power couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's just kind of the beer experience yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a crush on the Obamas, but I might be changing now to oh. you guys. Yeah. Where yeah. there's beer and cake involved. There's a power discrepancy there. I don't think we're quite there yet. <laughs> Soon. The yeah. more beer and the more cake there is. I don't know. You guys are like... Like the official brewery of the Eastside Beer Week, so you're moving on up. Well, that's only for the you know next 12 months, and then next and then next year it'll be someone else. So I mean, we could ride that that coattail as long as possible. I suppose, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like being a national champion in something. You're the champion for like the entire 12 months, even if it's the next season. You're still that champion though until yeah. there's a new one that's been crowned. Yeah. So you're the champ. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a crown for me or uh, the dog had a crown? Well, the dog. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Dash does have a crown. Yeah. yeah. Dash was our original. Uh, so we used to have a program called Postdoc Pup of the Month. Where people would submit their dogs and hashtag it postdoc pup. We have tried that before. We did. Oh, have you? Yeah. yeah we so did not win. it was super fun for a couple years, and we would have a different dog every month. And at the end of the year, we would vote on the dogs. Well, the, the public would vote on the dogs, and then we would have a pup of the year. So Dash won the first pup of the year, but in 2020, I guess it was. The voting got really intense, and it was picked up by some, like, Russian bots. And oh, so no. we went to bed, and it was like, you know, 200 votes for this dog and 150 votes for this dog, which were like, yeah, that seems about right. I mean, it's yeah, a popular that, contest. Yeah. Lots of people have entered. The next morning, there was, like, 2,800 for, for one of the dogs. And we started looking at all the profiles, and they were in a foreign language that I couldn't identify. And none of them had any followers themselves, and it just got all really suspicious. And then... One side accused the other, and it just was like so. Oh, it kind of starts so. to ruin the fun of it, right? That and point, so yeah. I think you know. that's super exciting, and should be a podcast alone, like <laughs> yeah. twenty twenty pup <laughs> stories untold. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. the uh, official pup contest. This yeah. is yeah. this yeah. is like the one, untold like, story. Someone probably got murdered in there. There's gonna be a murder mystery about this. Oh yeah, yeah. So Dash always comes and brings his crown wherever he's here because he was the very first postdoc pup of the year. So that's that was the, the crown that we got him. Uh, that was what twenty sixteen. That must have been so. Yeah, yeah. So. I remember we actually made it here for the postdoc opening night, I believe. Oh, really? Okay. Like, well, a long time ago. Seems like yeah, yeah. back in December. Yeah, yeah. 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 You guys have been at it for a while now. Yeah, yeah. There was a. I came on right during our third anniversary week, so that was kind of my first week. Was the third anniversary? And yeah, I've been here since. So there's three years of history that I'm like vaguely familiar with, just from hearing stories and all that. Well, it but. looks like you guys have expanded quite a bit over the last year or so. Yeah, the it's been awesome. Yeah, have really grown up out there. Yeah, we used to have just a little tiny uh, beer garden out in the front where all the parking lot is. Mm -hmm. And over COVID, when they were like no indoor dining or anything, they said move your business outside, do whatever you need to make it work. So. 
Um, they were really gracious with us. The city, the landlord, the LCB, it was all great. So awesome. yeah, we've yeah. uh, kind of leaned into it. And now it's, yeah, it's kind of the place to be these days when it's nice out. Yeah, I feel like you guys are kind of the one of the few remaining breweries out in this area. This used to be kind of a bigger brewery yeah. area, and it's kind of... Um, so it's good to see somebody surviving and thriving out yeah, here thanks. and doing really well. So. Yeah, we're excited to still be here. Yeah. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a little rocky there for a little while, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we are yeah, well aware. Is, uh, so everything's good though with postdoc and yeah, like absolutely. The future is is green and yeah. So far, that's yeah, what we're I uh, hear. we're liking the beer that we're making. We're liking the experience we provide. So. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, we're uh, we're feeling really good about it. So a little bit more about Eastside Beer Week. How did yeah. you? Did they reach out to you guys to do this, or did you guys have to bid on? Did you get Russian bots to? Oh yeah, we oh, didn't yeah. pay for any bots to win the nomination. No. I, there's well, collusion behind this, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Like, how did you guys go about with the selecting the beer? Do you know the, kind of the story behind that at all? Yeah. So uh, James, the organizer who I think you just had on, he reached out to us and asked if we were interested in brewing it this year. And there's not a ton of breweries that have mostly the production to do that. So there's a bunch of breweries on the east side, but a lot of them are small enough where they, they don't have a, or a distribution model or you know a system that really facilitates brewing this much beer. So, um, so yeah, James reached out to us, and then we just kind of had a planning meeting. And anytime you do like a big collaboration beer, it's always IPA because that's what sells. Yeah. But as brewers, you know, we kind of get tired of just like, okay, more IPA, IPA, IPA. But you don't want to brew something that's totally weird and people don't like. So it's like, what could we do within the IPA style that would still taste like IPA, but that has a little bit different, a little bit more experimental. So, so yeah, during the planning meeting, uh, it was brought up that uh, we could have some uh, triticale yeast, um, sorry, malt uh, donated. So we kind of started there. Um, I kind of pushed the citrus zest pretty hard because it was going to be July and I just wanted something super refreshing. Yeah. And that's just a nice way to kind of spice up an IPA. I mean, you get those notes from the hops anyway all the time. So it just kind of made sense to me to just kind of emphasize that a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we ended up using a juice strain in there, um, which uh, doesn't flocculate, so it does kind of look a little bit hazy. And then, yeah, we zested and peeled uh, 60 pounds of oranges, popped that in there. So that's impressive. Yeah, it turned out really nice. It's, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a nice, it's incredibly delightful beer. beer. Yeah. yeah, we like it a and lot. And then how did, you, how did you get hooked up with the different breweries to collaborate with? Uh, basically, there's just James already has the, the email that's just a big thread of all the – all Anyone the breweries, and it was just yeah, And I think you know, if we hadn't done it before, maybe it was your turn. So, um, but there were some repeats, which was great. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of whoever is interested and available, and is honestly available on the collaboration day. And so you get like yeah. stuck with crap breweries like Bickerson's. Or oh there. shade! Oh no! Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. It wasn't me. I really hope the microphone so, caught up, caught that. What in yeah, the background? So Frank's bit. been on the podcast before. Frank is actually my golfing partner. Mm. Um, and I just want to be the official person to say that he sucks. His beer sucks. Anyway, do you want to be on the podcast, buddy? We'll have you next, all right? We'll have you next. So he gets a really low score. That's why he sucks. And, yeah. And you're my golf partner. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's awesome, though. So um, yeah. this is a delightful beer. I'm glad Thanks. you guys got to, to, to run with this because the past couple years, for whatever reason, we have not participated in Eastside Beer Week. Normally, I'm a teacher, so I get summers oh, off. Oh, sure. So we're just off jetting around the world. Nice. Yeah. Like Boise well, or something. I think there may have been like a little global situation that was happening that mm. may have made things a little bit more complicated. That's why you fly to the Midwest years. where it never existed. Yeah. yeah. There was a whole staying home yeah. thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> that one summer we all lost. <laughs> oh. Or we just drank in parking lots. Yeah, we definitely drank in a yeah, lot of parking right. lots. I had dinner in more weird places than ever, like takeout, and you're like, okay, we're we're in this area, and I'm an hour from home, so where should we eat? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot, like, of, oh, lot yeah. of park, a lot of parks, yeah, yeah, a lot of in my car. You yeah. just have to think of it as just tailgating. You oh, spent yeah. an entire year tailgating. You're drinking in a parking lot. You're eating in a parking lot. 
but you're just by yourself or with your significant other. Yeah, like really small tailgates. Yeah, just me and my wife. Yeah, the smallest The best tailgate. Any fun news or anything you need to tell before we get out of here? Yeah, so like I said, I got nine events going up, so I can kind of just give you the quick overview of all of them. We're obviously talking about the beer, so if you guys out there are interested where and when you can get it, it'll be on tap in our tap room Friday morning, the 22nd at 11 a.m. We'll have it in four packs to go as well. And then if you really want to treat, uh, Dick's Food Truck will be here from 4.30 to 7.30 for the release. So come early if you don't want any lines. Uh, come in the afternoon if you want burgers with your with your uh, beer. So Is this beer going to be distributed anywhere around the uh, east side? It's mostly going to the collaborating breweries, okay. um, but there will be a few places here so and there. So you'll be able to find it. it at Volition, yep. Underground, Pickerson's. Yep. Uh, Formula. Formula. Yeah. Is it going to so. be at Pickerson's only in Renton, or is it going to be in Seattle, too? Oh, yeah. I'll ask Frank. Awesome. Next. Maybe next one. Yeah. That's yeah. not east side over there. Uh, the Renton one. I don't know. So we're from, we live in Renton. I consider that east side. Do you? Do, do people on the east side, if we were in, if we did a poll of people in Redmond, it'd be like, is Renton east side? Because there is a, um, what an old comedy bit about this. What's the, um, oh, I'm going to fuck this. I'm going to have to cut that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God yeah, damn you it. Can, you can splice that in later. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see what minute there is. Um, All right, make it now. It's almost live. Yeah, where they like about the east side when they made the four or two five. They're like, uh, Renton isn't east side. Yeah. Well, you got some socials, right? You could put a poll out. Yeah, put, tweet out a poll or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Let Rent, me know though. It's Renton so east side. I just need to know if we need to kick Frank out. So I'm in. All just in. let me know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, uh, beer release on Friday. I kind of touched on the beer and cake pairing on the twenty third. Uh, Sunday the twenty fourth, we're hosting a yoga uh, class here in the brew house. Um, that's at 11 a.m. There are tickets available for that. You can do just yoga or you can buy a ticket that includes a beer as well. And then immediately following the yoga class, we're going to do a coffee beer tasting. So we'll have five beers on tap that all have coffee in them. Okay. Um, coincidentally, right next to us is a craft roaster. So we get literally the freshest coffee. I mean, they roast it, put nice. it in a bag, and then walk it over here. So we have some of the best coffee beers around just because so of the freshness. To cake all you want, yep. coffee mm-hmm. all you want. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some dicks here. Yep. This the is the dream. I, I, this is all work. Like yeah. this is just what I do. And then people, yeah. when you're done, just you know, coffee makes sense as a collaboration though, because if you're going for your postdoc, you're probably staying up late working on oh, your true. papers. Oh, true. Yeah. Doing well, our original, stuff, yeah, like. our original coffee beer is called Cram Session, just for that very reason. Okay. So, yeah, that was our first ever coffee beer. Putting it all I together. I believe that's on tap at Brewmaster's Tap Room in Renton right now. Is that one? Entirely possible. Be. Yeah, they're great customers of ours. Uh, yeah. As you can see, she's repping Brewmasters. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we're. We're like brewmaster number twelve, I believe. There. So. Oh, are you? Very yeah. cool. Yeah, that's our yeah, that's our that's our local watering hole. So we we can have postdoc almost every day because you guys are permanent handle there. there. Yeah, yeah, so they're awesome. They're actually uh, mug club members of ours too. Ooh. Yeah. So they were. Uh, we have uh, poor fessers here. Mm. So they're our, our lifetime members. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Both Garrett and Marley. Ooh. Yeah. I, I I guarantee Marley has not had a beer here though. Um, Garrett, I would wager, has had many beers. Yeah, here. yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Marley, but she's too busy taking yeah. care of dogs. Yeah, she's really, she's awesome. Yeah, she, I like to. This, she's my best friend. Her and I are best friends. But you don't she, golf together. No, she, she might wouldn't might disagree with that, but we're okay. definitely <laughs> best friends. We talk every day. We're best cool. friends. All right. Um, let's see here. So on Wednesday, we're gonna have Wings Day. I'm very excited about this one. Uh, our QT food truck is coming. They're gonna do a chicken wing and beer pairing. So they will be serving a box of ten wings. You get two each of five different sauces, and then we'll have uh, <laughs> we'll have uh, five um, beers on tap to pair with each one of those sauces. 
uh, Thursday the 28th, we're doing a beer and cheese pairing with uh, Rachel Lucas, who's a local um, cheesemonger. Her Instagram handle is Cheese Lady Loves Wine Seattle. She does winery and breweries. Um, she makes these incredible cheese boards. She's responsible for this cheese plate that we had That's here tonight. Exactly, yeah. yeah, which this was, was stunning. Very, very I mean, good. she did a phenomenal very, very job. Yeah. So for $40, you get five beers and a meat and cheese plate, and we'll do a guided tasting with her and I, and we'll kind of walk you through all the cheeses and all the beers. And we literally had a meeting here the other day. She brought 10 cheeses, and I poured 10 beers, and we just sat and ate and drank and talked and figured out which cheese we liked best with which beer. That just sounds like my favorite way to drink and Yeah, it was the cheese. best business meeting like, I've ever yeah, had. I told her that when by I left. Far. I'm like, yeah, let's make this a monthly thing. This this meeting should not have been an email. So Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> And then Thursday, the 28th, we have trivia, just some taproom trivia. Uh, oh, sorry, Thursday was trivia. Friday, the 29th, is a cheese pairing. Saturday, the 30th, is our fourth annual Bow Wow Barbecue. We partner with Dash, who's uh, running around here. Mm -hmm. We are um, raising funds for Three Little Pitties, which is a local animal. Well, it's sort of local. So they take dogs that are strays in Texas and bring them to the Northwest and get them adopted. So they will have adoptable beer, uh, adoptable beers, adoptable dogs on site. Okay. So you can meet them and try to form a relationship. And then if you're interested in uh, adopting them, you can actually fill out an application right there. So and we can be adopt really beers too at that point. Yeah, right? well, okay. we're hoping that's kind of the thing. I don't think he's going to let me go to that event because I'm going to go we'll home, come home with, with a dog. Seven dogs. But you can adopt the beers. Yeah, you can adopt plenty of beers. I think you just rent. Well, the problem with the the more beers I have, the more dogs I'm going to adopt. Oh sure. So yeah. like, it's it's cyclical. We've already right. looked at puppies today. So. Yeah. <laughs> Now you need to look at some baby beers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drink some wort or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll do a postdoc will donate a dollar per beer during the event to uh, Three Little Pities. We'll also have an auction and a uh, raffle. So that'll be really awesome. And then we're going to finish it up on July 31st. From 1 to 7, we're actually doing a pig roast here. So Ooh. one of our other food trucks, Tandem, they actually bought like a big spit grill. And they will have a pig on there. And 20 bucks gets you a plate of uh, pork. It'll be coleslaw, baked beans, um, dinner roll, potato salad. So, yeah, that'll that's kind of right be up your alley, Sam. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. This all sounds amazing to me. So, yeah, yeah. All, so each one can, of these uh, events, outside of maybe the coffee one for me, it sounds like the most. Well, they can do yoga ever. then, so because those are on the same day. Yeah, you don't have to drink the coffee yeah. beers. You, you can do but the I yoga. can do the yoga. <laughs> yeah. Well, they want and you can drink the beer. Right. The other beers, the non-coffee beers. Can I wear my Spanx when I'm doing yoga? I think that's what you're supposed to do. I think you can do whatever you want. They just renamed Spanx to Yoga Pants, so everyone was cool with it. Yeah. It just sounded easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's kind of everything we got going on. So uh, if one of those events doesn't suit you, hopefully something else will. And if you haven't been here before, please come. Um, we've got, feels like hundreds of tables, but we got a beer garden with, uh, what do we got? 30 tables out there. We got a deck with uh, it's also outside with another six tables. We got a tap room. We got a production area. So got tons of seating, 10 taps, yeah. food trucks every day. We carry cider. Yeah. Uh, we also have wine and mead. So we kind of got something for everyone. And potentially so. the largest TV I've seen. In uh, that one's, it's only 87 inches. I feel like they go upwards these days, but it is large. But it has baseball on. That's all you need in life right yes. now. Yes. Yeah. And we got an outdoor TV too, which I think is super fun. Ooh, so. that is yeah, nice. you're, yeah, that you can sit out in. Know. My favorite thing is to clock off and uh Grab a beer and watch the Mariners game outside in the that patio. Is the dream. It's, it's pretty legit. I dig it. Is, now we have the, the All Star game today. So yeah, exactly. Go Julio. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, France too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Well, awesome, guys. Um, thank, thank you, you guys so much for everything you've done to support the Eastside Beer Week and uh, appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Cheers. Thank you so much. Go, go Mariners. Yeah. Cheers.
Hi, yeah. how are you? Hey, are you guys are you flirting doing? with each other while we do this? <laughs> we're doing a little bit, yeah. This is weird that you guys aren't fighting. No, we're not. We're not <laughs> bickering. How are, you, how are you not the Bickerson? This is the Loversons? What is yes. This yeah, this, you guys are getting along You're way too well. Nobody's. We're getting Everyone's older, really and so the Bickersons is... talk louder. Call her when you're going to fucking record, okay? <laughs> Like we, we are 20 w- seconds in. There you go. You Gosh, already used the F word one time. Yeah. I am not bleeping that out. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Everybody Sean needs to know that you're foul right mouth. Anyways, with us, we have the Bickersons. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was the appropriate start to this conversation. So wow. with us, we have um, the owner and uh, jack of all trades, Sean Bickerson. That's not your last name, but we'll just call you the Bickerson because people, need to, for me. people yeah. need to Google Lady you. Lady Bickerson. Works. Yeah. And I can't say your weird Polish last name anyway. Hey, you can call me whatever you want, Matthew. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> as long as and the other me. one we have, just Frank. It's yeah. just Frank. Frank's already technically been on this podcast because he Frank, yelled into uh, the mic from a distance. Frank, the maintenance person. Yeah. Remember, I, he brews yes. the beer. I have to ask a hard question, and I hope it's not sad. Hard question? Is, huh? is Simcoe okay? Yes. Simcoe's fine. Simcoe's back? She Well, she yeah. was back yesterday. I didn't see her today. She's been spending a lot of time at another brewery across the street. Is she going to Lagunitas? She is going to Stop. Lagunitas. Yeah. So, sorry, this so is Eastside Beer Week. We this might want to yeah. clarify just here for the group yeah. who, who Simcoe is. Oh, I, I hope people, by context, <laughs> figure that Simcoe's a cat. Simcoe <laughs> is a like cat. not like just the worker. Just like a, a <laughs> <Yeah>. sad <laughs> person that comes to the brewery. <laughs> yes. That'd be a great name for just a ram. She I mean, is our brewery cat, yes. She's our brewery cat in Ballard, yes. But we have two locations. This is Eastside Beer Week, though. We're going to have yes. you guys on to talk Ballard. We're not going to talk Ballard today. No, we're talking Renton. Brenton, this is... Ballardia, no. Do you guys feel Renton? the Renton's part of the Eastside? I think so. I think it's right at the cusp. I think as you get down towards... Where else is it? You think it's the south? South end? No, no I don't think right it's the, the south. Do you think, what do you think... What does Renton 405, have more in common with? 405 and I-90. Yeah. or Kent? Who, right Renton? Yeah, Renton has more in common with Newcastle or Kent. Those are the two neighboring cities. Got the best of both. Renton. Yeah. It kind of like depends on what, what part of Renton you're in, I think. Yeah, if you're in the Highlands, that's Newcastle. If yeah. you're in downtown, it's probably I Kent. I can't meet but no one person from Newcastle say Renton's part. Well, no, but, but I think I think downtown. As who grew up in Newcastle? No one has downtown might, downtown might be, be closer to Tukwila than Kent. I would say that. You're true of that. It's probably yeah. more. Yeah. Or even more Seattle. So is yeah. Tukwila part of the east side? No. No. No, I think that's south because Tukwila's mostly on the south side of 405. I lived in Tita de Illa at some point. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. So, anyways, no, we're so at, thanks we're for being on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's it, guys. <laughs> that's <laughs> all we got for them. <laughs> so, Frank. Yes, sir. How did you get involved with Eastside Beer Week? That's what people want to know. Well, James, uh, you know, reached out and see if uh, if Bickerson's wanted to be a part of it. And uh, we said yes. I mean, we're, we're an Eastside Beer Week. That's where our uh, headquarters is. That's where we started. We started. And uh, we said, sure, we would love to be a part of this. Where we initially lost our minds. Yeah. <laughs> where we once sat in a very empty Bickerson's yeah, Brew House. A very empty old Starbucks. And met you guys for the first time. And here you are golfing with me a couple times a year. And we do tournaments together. Yes. Yes. <sighs> you I wish you'd play better in you, tournaments. God but damn it. <laughs> Hey, you I mean, won us $22 last week. I did. Week I ago. did. Yeah, it was because of my first round. Yeah. Uh, Where's my cut of that? Uh, you, you don't cut get cut of it. that $22 <laughs> that we yeah, split? Yeah, I do. That's like $4. I don't <laughs> do math. I'll take it. I'm not a math teacher. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So anyway, so they asked to reach out and ask you, and then uh, did you have any say of what the recipe was going to be, or are you just collaborating? Well, what we, did you bring to the collaboration yeah, besides that was going to be my up? question. You showed There's up with a water bottle? <laughs> I heard you screwed up. Yeah. So we had a planning meeting here Jeez, I guess six weeks ago and kind of went over like what we were thinking 
Um, I think I brought maybe a, a thought about uh, a grain to use that. You uh, a yeah, like, hey, have we ever used Tritic? Has anyone used Triticale before? I've used heard it. Of this, by the way. What? I haven't even heard of this. Triticale. Yeah. Triticale. So it's a it's a malt by Skagit Valley. I've used it in a few uh, beers in Renton. And uh, I said, well, we can use this. And we everyone's researching. Yeah, I think that would go great. What is it uh, um, traditionally used in? It's uh, it, it's kind of a, uh, it helps with body. It's it's a, it's a hybrid. So it's a barley slash rye hybrid. So it would brings it make my body look nicer? Uh, I was refraining from body comments. Okay, yeah. Are you body shaming? So it gives you no. more of a mouthfeel. Yeah, kind of gives you more of a mouthfeel <laughs> with just a just with like a, mouth a little. Feel. You know that rye has a little spice, um, but it's it's more for for body. Um, so I kind of brought that up, um, and then we were kind of talking about you know hops and 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 yeast and, and things like that. And I said, well, we've I uh, played a little around with beer. some. With some experimental hops, maybe we should look at experimental hops, and then we end up going with the, I think it was the HBC 630, so um, nice citrus kind of hop that we brought. So it was kind of, a, I think, with all four of us, or five of us, sorry, there's five of us, um, I think we all kind of just brought a little piece to it, and I mm-hmm. probably the Triticale would be the, the biggest part that, um, that we brought in. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't oh, bring in anything. <laughs> Yeah, well, Charlotte, what did you I do? I didn't hang out. I didn't do anything. I didn't get a help brew. Nothing. Yes. You just brought uh, the good I think, looks. I think you sure. uh, offered a big part of the table by yeah. uh, holding down the Renton location. Oh, probably. Yes. Yeah. Me Sean's Kristen. been holding down the Renton location. Yes. Kristen holds it down. I help support. So while yes. he's over here just peeling fruit, you were working hard. Of course yeah. I was. I'm yeah. always working hard. He drinks beer and golfs, remember? You just covered that. <laughs> do you but want to golf later? What's going on? <laughs> Son of a... No. How dare you? Yeah, we'll, we'll get you. we'll get golfing soon again. There you go. Yeah, once my elbow heals. Yeah, your tennis elbow. Yeah, it's golf we're playing. We're not it's playing tennis. You're not yeah. supposed to hit the ball with your elbow. No, I know. You have clubs. I know. I'm not very smart. You've seen him swing before. Come on, it's okay. the same thing. I just brew beer. I'm not very smart. So when are we gonna have you on for uh, a full podcast, though? Well, we'll have to we'll have to schedule that and get it on. I thought we are. are what are we going to talk about? More renting? Just talk, or? talk about the opening of the Ballard the location. Oh, location. hey, the Ballard yeah. location. That's not what Seattle uh, Eastside Beer Week is about. So we'll schedule. It's not. Week. We'll have to schedule it. Uh, and find a time with that. Did yeah. you see that? Or did you? We know this, but I don't know if you heard this or not. All three breweries in Renton are participating in Eastside Beer Week. <gasps> that is awesome. That I yeah, I, I Renton, saw that. One hundred percent of Renton breweries, yeah, are Fabulous. participating. Yeah, I saw that uh, Four Generals and Dubtown are doing uh, a 5K run. That's a really short run between the two. <laughs> I know. I was like, I, I, I don't know do how, the, how many times no you're going to go back and forth to get 5K. That's a lot of times. A block, of, I would say two blocks apart from each other. Uh, if yeah. even like a block and a half. Yeah. Because yeah. even going to your house and back to them, it wouldn't be 5K. We're a nine it's, minute walk. Yeah. 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 Or like yeah. a three minute scoot. Yeah. I was told that I can scoot this 5K. Can you scoot the 5K? I, I'm going to scoot the 5K. Want, <laughs> I wonder if it's going to start. I mean, I'm, this is purely conjecture, and for anyone who doesn't live in Renton, it's not going to be interesting. But like, if it starts at uh, Four Generals and then goes up the Cedar River Trail and around the library and around Liberty Park and then back to Dubtown. I bet they incorporate the Renton be. Loop at some point, though. Yeah. yeah. you got to incorporate the Renton like Loop. That's going to be weird when you're running down Rainier Avenue, but it's fine. I've run it's down fine. Rainier Avenue. It's yeah, fine if it's... I mean, I don't... Because Rainier Avenue is very pretty. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot when of you're cars. Walking, when you're running past the the Q- CVS and the O'Reilly Auto Parts and the wherever <laughs> you rent furniture from, yeah, 
I think it's in errands, right? Is that I where you rent find furniture? A couch. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. who knows? I mean, Maybe you can rent a couch. You, you might be able to. Someone location. on the 5K might say, I need a couch, and they can get it right there. Who knows? Business. Business yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Couch to 5K. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do, uh, we have Friday the release of the Eastside Beer Week at Bickerson's Renton. We're also going to release it in Ballard as well, but we'll stick to, I know, can you believe it? I, I, I specifically asked that question to James yeah. if it was going to be released at the Ballard location. Yeah. Because Did that's not Eastside. It's not Eastside. Well, we're going to do it. We're going to bring some Eastside to the West to the Side. Westside? We we are the the glue, the the, the paperclip oh, that brings Eastside and Westside together. The that's paper that's clip? Did you I say like paperclip. It holds things together. Well, it holds things together, doesn't it? I'm on Frank's right? side. Right? You one. could pull you could pull east side and west side and you put a paper clip and it holds it together. I mean glue works well. I mean you could use tape, you can use paper many things. Clips are reusable. He's yeah. all but, but you can only wow. use office supplies. Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> like no bridges. Um, and then <laughs> uh, there's a bridge that connects east side yeah, and east. Yeah, and then a couple of them. Just a couple. And then Friday we're also releasing our new summer logger. Uh, be the elves have gone too far. No, the elves is going to be later. It's going to come back. Matt. It's a winter. That's a winter logger right there. It's a winter logger. The elves are so, retirement. And right then now. our new uh, version of our Hefeweizen, our Hefu 2020, we're releasing uh, releasing fruited versions uh, on Friday for the kickoff. So which is called. I'm going to I'm going to give me. you some flavor profiles. You can tell me if it's going to be there. Yes. Is there going to be any banana? No, no banana. Oh my god. Any clove? No. No clove. Any bubble gum? No. No. That's a that's a vice beer. That's just oh, when I. That's take another. That's another beer that'll be releasing. <sighs> yes, I mean and for those who love hefeweizens, more power to you. Yes. Well, he's doing a but fruited no, hefeweizen. But no, it's our fruited yeah. hefeweizen, so it's an American hef that's been fruited. Yeah. So we got that. We have uh, trivia next Thursday that will be part of Eastside Beer Week. Uh, I believe we have food trucks both Fridays of Eastside Beer Week. So the Bira Tacos will be at uh, Renton both Fridays of Eastside Beer Week. I hear really good things about that food truck. Uh, it's, they're really yummy. Yeah, they're very yummy. Their nachos are like top notch. So if you like Bira Tacos, take the Bira meat over the nachos. It's pretty amazing. The tacos are super yummy. Yeah. The ramen is yummy. Yummy. The can, yummy. Wait, the ramen? Yes, there's they ramen. do. They do bit a, a bit of ramen. Yeah. Is this like your your weird food truck in Seattle? No, it's awesome. It's no, it's Irish, a great, it's a great food truck. Irish Cuban sandwich. No, that's on Saturdays in in there. Uh, but yeah, so we have some beer releases, uh, trivia, and uh, and food trucks for our our release of uh, Isai beer. Sounds week. like everything's coming up Bickerson's right now. We're we're you know we hope so. The cat's back. Cat's yeah, back, Simcoe's back. With, with yes. ramen. Yeah. We had an employee draw Simcoe on one of our A-frames outside, and it actually looks like Simcoe on the A-frame, like oh. in chalk marker. It's Do pretty awesome. Do you want awesome. our Simcoe Impressive. there, too, or no? Well, you could bring your Simcoe. We can have battling Simcoes. We're not <laughs> a cat fight. <laughs> they would 100% battle each other. Yeah. <laughs> your Simcoe's You'd have, a like, a partial ear Simcoe and a partial, partial blind eye. Simcoe. So it'd be, like... Oh. He's not partially blind. He's just missing one eye. That's why I said partial <laughs> eye. Uh -huh. Yeah. Your poor, poor kitty. All right. Yeah. Anything else coming up, Bickerson's, before we have more interesting people come on? Yeah. No, not for uh, not for written. That's uh, that's going to take us through the Eastside Beer Week. Unfortunately, we're not part of the uh, Kirkland Summerfest at the end of uh, there. We Can you just go to Pop Culture and just have your beer be poured there? Our, our beer is, is at Pop Culture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another yeah. Eastside uh, beer plug. Another uh, Eastside beer plug putting it in there. Business. Yeah. We, we have a... We have a uh, a wedding and an anniversary that weekend, so we just can't be in so Congratulations, you guys places. finally getting hitched, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And your anniversary on that same day, too. It's oh, beautiful. the same Perfect. day. That's what we're celebrating. Yeah. So, 
Well, thank you for having us on. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sean's. Uh, that line. was Matthew. Oh, that was Sean. I, yeah. Sean so uh, yeah. look forward to having you guys on again to talk more about uh, the expansion to the east side. I think there's a, probably a lot to talk about there, but um, yeah. <laughs> we'll do that another day and yes. focus on the east side today. So east side beer right. week today. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank All you. Right. Thank Thanks, you, Sean. Guys. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Lovely people. All right, so uh, tell me about what you're drinking right now. I'm drinking, the beer I'm drinking is the Reactive Measures from Postdoc Brewing. It is a coffee stout. And then I make these great little beer marshmallows. I use the same beer when I make the marshmallow. And what I did was toasted it with a blowtorch over a toothpick and placed it as a garnish and dipped it in my beer because I want that marshmallow flavor in there. That looks amazing. It I think is I so might, good. <laughs> uh, I might have to do that afterward. We just stole one of the marshmallows off of your table. So perfect. Um, anyway, so uh, we should probably introduce you <laughs> at this point. Uh, so I think we were just talking to your husband recently and you are. I'm Jess. I'm the owner of Craft Beer Bakery. Very new beer infused inspired cake company. All right. I think and everything you do, you just I'm, the words that you describe it, I assume you just do magic. <laughs> yeah. And there's beer marshmallows. Yep. There's beer infused cake that we have. That might be the most delicious thing I've ever had. Is, yeah. Is it, it does come with a magic? lot of magic and a lot of practice and failure, probably, <laughs> if we're being honest. Um, but most of the time, yeah, a lot of a lot of just really playing. It's just playing with different flavors and different combinations. And it's really fun. Like, it's the most fun I've had working at all. Just being able to combine two things I love, beer and cake. Yeah, beer and cake Who is doesn't a great love cake, combination. Right? I've already gone off on this weird like, orgasm about it. explosion yeah. of words. Yeah. Um, I so think cake people, like, people think they're not cake people until they have cake that's really good. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, cake can be better than, like, the store-bought yeah. cake from Safeway. No, I was no say. shame to Safeway. They have their place. But fun cake is like totally a thing and it's very cool yeah so the cake we had here tonight was like a lemon cake with like uh you i think you had like a simple syrup and then a uh not it was it a meringue or what's the marmalade the there's an orange marmalade marmalade which is made with the beer as well and that has some lemon in it to kind of balance it out and then the frosting is an ermine frosting, sort of, if you've heard of boiled milk frosting or flour frosting, it's a very traditional kind of old school frosting style. It's still a buttercream, but you cook some flour with your uh, sugar and you kind of make a roux out of it. And then you can put it into your actual butter part of the frosting. And it just makes it really like an interesting texture. It kind of has more of like a whipped cream texture a little bit more a little bit sweeter almost um yeah it's just like a really fun and interesting frosting and then of course there's a little piece of beer candied uh orange peel on top excellent so is the beer candied orange peel is that where you put most of the beer into the candy or into the cake or possibly that one and the marmalade because both of them have to soak in the beer for like overnight basically i soak those oranges in the beer and then some sugar as well. And then the next day, I pull them out. So, yeah, you're getting the most beer out of those flavors because there's the fewest ingredients to kind of cover up the rest of it. So, yeah, you're going to get it in the, in the beer, uh, candied orange peel, and the marmalade. I think that the lemon curd on its own, when you have it, is a lot more beer forward. But when it's mixed in with the other stuff, it drowns out a little bit because it does get more tart. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. 
This sounds like magic. This and then, magic. <laughs> Ed, are most of you the creations that you make, are they beer-infused, too? Yeah, everything I have for Craft Beer Bakery is beer-infused. Or it's inspired by beer. Sometimes it's hard to add beer to a physical cake, and it's much easier to add it to jams or simple syrups and things like that to sort of bring out the flavor, and the rest is sort of complementary. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, And then what gave you the idea to do this? Well, when I was in culinary school, I uh, was looking for sort of my thing, you know, something fun that I wanted to do. I got a little bit bored of all the things that they were assigning us. So I decided to start putting beer in everything that I made. I made beer marshmallows in culinary school, you know, nine years ago or whatever it was. And uh, I made beer marshmallows back then, too. And I thought, this is fun. No one's doing this. Like, there's a market for this. This is cool. And so I've been just playing with it ever since. And I think all my friends and family would tell you it's been a long time coming that I've worked <laughs> on it for a really long time. And they're like, finally, you're launching and you're you're selling it. And it's it's been really a really fun community to be part of. So awesome. I think that the the whole thing comes full circle. And then do you uh, do your cakes like made to order or uh, how do we get these things? Yeah. How would how would somebody find yep. your products? You can uh, go to craft at craft beer bakery on instagram and you can dm me if you want to order a whole cake or you can look on my website craftbeerbakery.com and you can see the menu and the full range of what you can order and the pricing and then you just shoot me an email shoot me a dm whatever it is if you see me at a pop-up you can definitely order then and a lot of it's been word of mouth and people saying oh my gosh i had your your cake at a friend's birthday party and how do i get one so it's a lot of instagram honestly um and it's it's been uh been easy to do it that way but yeah whole cakes um you can mix and match kind of flavors but i have a set menu that most people go off of awesome cool and then you are doing a pairing for Eastside beer week too right yes it's on saturday the 23rd at noon and it's a cake and beer pairing i'll go over the menu with you it's kind of lengthy but yeah and uh, the first one is the beer i already talked about so the Eastside beer week paired with the lemon cake orange marmalade the ermine frosting all that good stuff And then the next one is going to be sort of a play on cherry lime. So it has the lab partner Cherry Goza as the sour made by Postdoc Brewing. And it goes with the vanilla cake, a cherry Goza jam that has bits of fresh rainier cherries in it, lime buttercream, and a maraschino cherry on top. And then I have a dessert stout cheat day is paired with, this is the best one, is a chocolate cake. But underneath each layer of chocolate cake, I put the brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tarts. Ooh. Like a crust, almost, oh, wow. under each okay. layer. I thought that the cherry Goza was going to be hard <laughs> to beat, but all No, right. this one I think will be probably the the stunner. And then it will have, like, a chocolate beer sauce, um, some cinnamon, brown sugar, cream cheese frosting. Oh, that sounds amazing. And then the last one is the Coffee Extremis, which is going to be paired with a coffee-soaked vanilla cake. It has an Oreo cookie crumble and a mascarpone cream cheese frosting. And then I'm going to put a little bit of salted beer caramel on top. Why not? Oh, that sounds great. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Is there anything else or anywhere else people can find you if they're looking for you? Um, I'm super open to coming to new breweries. So if you're an owner or if you like a brewery and you want me to be at your brewery for a beer and cake pairing, then hit me up, hit them up, and... We can get it going. All right. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Cheers. All right. We're back. Yeah. All right. So with us, we have the the brewery that probably most people haven't heard about yet. 
So I think people will be most excited to hear about. But we have Jason from Underground Brewing. Hey. Hey, guys. <laughs> get, get closer to that mic. Come on. Sorry. You can tilt it it's, up, too. It's, it's a little bit aimed towards my daughter. Yeah. That's fine. Years old. She wants to be a part of this. Does podcast. she want to say hi? Say hi, Jason. Hi. Hi. And she, you know what? She already yep. sounded the best out of everybody so far. Yep. She By spoke, far. Yeah. You, you have a future in podcasting. She <laughs> think so. <laughs> uh, so you guys are so underground that when we were uh, on our way up here, we were kind of looking up uh, you guys because we hadn't heard a lot about you guys. And there's almost no information on your website about uh, where you're located, That's legit on the what you're doing. Yeah. What what your mission is? So, um, are you are you comfortable sharing some of that information? Is this like a speakeasy type thing? <laughs> I would say speakeasy would cover a lot, but uh, we're close to the lake, Cottage Lake, and uh, yeah, it's 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 underground because we're not we're not trying to be out there for everybody. We're just there for the people that care about us. And the people that care about us are a lot of Teamsters, UPS drivers, specifically our neighborhood and our community are are the driving force for why we're still making beer. So you're like the definition of like a local neighborhood brewery. Like yeah. you're, you, you serve a purpose of the people you want and that's... Yeah. I mean, the mission statement's on our growler. It's, it's, we're, we're trying to to bring people together, community and everything for the love of beer. That's awesome. It's yeah, just more about community, people, families, children as well, not just old adults. <laughs> so how did you how did you come about starting your brewery then? Um, I've been brewing since I was 19. Yes, before you could drink it. Oh, really. that's it's legal to I think it's to legal brew to it. brew, yeah. yeah. And I homebrew shop hooked us up and i've been buying stuff and just making all kinds of crazy beers i worked through the 80 styles um, from jamil zane chef and that was to me how i learned how to make a lot of the great beers that we're making because there was a style guideline for beers that would win nikasi awards or whatever and i i wanted to brew them replicate them to learn to be on that level and so i've been lucky to make a few beers that taste good yeah um so i got lucky enough to frank uh from bickerson's brought over a little sample of your beer and it's it's very very good it's a very clear yeah so he told uh, me crispy so beer he said it was a pale ale then he set it down and it was the clearest looking pale ale i've ever seen in my life did i have a pale ale or did i have something else it, I would refer to it as like a session pail. Okay. We try okay. to make stuff that you can drink a lot of because <laughs> it's, it's that time of the year where you can drink a few. So you're trying to make crushable beers for us. Yeah. Most most of my family, like my UPS crew, they're about drinking a few. <laughs> and we talk and we have more conversation. And when you when you talk a lot, you drink a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's it's one plus one equals two. And these are the things that we're trying to brew all the time is like beers that are desirable, drink a few, spend time together. I mean, that's kind of always like the dream of uh, having a brewery or having beers with your friends is being able to like actually sit down and have more than one beer and, and enjoy your time together. So I, I think that's a awesome uh kind of mission statement and and going in policies so uh 
How did you get hooked up with Eastside Beer Week then? Like, because you you are flying really under the radar, um, and you're seeming to make some really good beers. So, um, did you want to get yourself out there a little bit more, or? I would just have to say, at the end of the day, the greatest things are relationships with people, and Tom Schmidlin, the owner of Postdoc. Um, I got to meet him through a friend, Evan Burke, at the Malton Vine, Doug Engler's store down the road. And we got to just being a part of like home brewing early on in my, before I was a business or anything like that. And the beers were about the beers at that point in time in my life. And I got to know Tom before he was a doctor, before he had anything to give that was like great to everything and so knowing Tom Schmidlin and being a part of this is just a networking thing of a lot of good time spent between people who make good beer. Alright, now that your daughter has a microphone in her hand, do you have any hard hitting, do you want do you anything you want to talk about? Do you Have you helped your daddy uh, make any beers at all? Have you helped him? Yes, I have helped him doing stuff in the just in my room, just laying down on my bed. <laughs> I'm actually just helping and playing. That's fantastic. Are you going to be a brewer someday? Yes. Just like your daddy? Yeah. Yeah. We do need more female brewers yeah, in the industry. I'm all for that. <laughs> I, I have another daughter. She's wearing the brewery boots that I wear. She stands in a picture that I told once upon a long time ago she could one day own this. I feel like Jalen's just capable of that, too. She's a builder. She loves to build anything like I do. She's absorbing a lot of stuff and skills. And so one day, I don't know if any of my children will actually want to fill the shoes as the Facebook posts, but um, there's opportunities for them, and I, I don't know if they'll take them. There's yeah. just the op- having the option and the chance to do so, that's fantastic. And I love that she's helped out and... It's a lot of it's a lot of fun seeing your your kid on there helping with you and mm-hmm. they grow. the The funny story is behind Underground Brewing that you might not know and nobody else knows <laughs> is the the brewery being established with the uh, what is it the TTB the National Lab, like uh, lo- the Liquor Control Board. It's been established at the same time that she was born. Like on my paternity <laughs> leave. I put five weeks into starting the brewery as well as starting her life. And so she's as old as the brewery. Hey, that's pretty amazing. So, yes, you're the legacy then, aren't you? I think so, maybe. (laughs) Like, I built it and had a kid or something, you know? (laughs) I build mostly with cardboard, but until I grow more, then I'll do it with wood and everything else that's really in life, not just made from anything from life. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Jalen's very uh, resourceful. Like, anything that's left over, she'll turn into something awesome. It's a trait that I remember when I was a little kid having, but I think she's one up in me because she's got more materials that are greater than I have. You're already a better carpenter than I will ever be. <laughs> you have more skills and talent. I'm so bad with building anything. So I am already jealous and envious of you. You are so cool. I also want to say 
that my daddy is really good at doing the fearing and I know that he's going to take care of everybody and everyone with his skills. That's the most adorable thing that's ever yeah. been said on this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm crying. Yeah, that, that might be the uh, best thing we've ever done oh right here. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for that. That was yeah. so good. <laughs> so, okay, now I'm crying. That's yeah. so adorable. Anyways, let's get back to beer here. <laughs> so, anything going down at... So, is there a way to find your beer anywhere besides being a UPS member? Can we... Besides, I guess you're... This is the... Is maybe the Eastside Beer Week the first time we can have your beer? Is there any other places we can get you? Um, at at this moment in time, like it it's what family can afford. Mm-hmm. Like we're always family first, neighborhood, community first, and all these things. And so it's it's been refreshing and rewarding to be supported by a small group of people that have always put us first, and we. We just haven't had to go outside of that, but we haven't tried or strived for anything more. So I think things are going to change. I I really feel like this Eastside Beer Week moment with Tom, like honestly, when Tom reached out to me and said, hey, man, and James, James Wagner, man, the bearded gentleman has been a really good guy and keeping us in the game and there's enough stuff going on in our lives right now to to keep us detracted but i we want to do this and this is a great moment and we stand on this platform looking to do greater things in the future well i'm hoping to like to find your beer and have some more of it because what i had was delightful yeah uh, yeah that was that was good stuff so i i hope we don't get busted in the future for making beers that everybody likes and then everybody's like yeah what what kind of beer is this uh, does this fall in the style guideline <laughs> and i'm gonna be like no it's it's i made this because this is what i think people want to drink this is technically not a culture so yeah. mm, mm. i don't know if i can drink this I, yeah I hope I know. My, my 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 session pale had a little bit of pilsner malt but oh, uh, uh, i'm gonna throw it up now thank you sorry i can't have that mm. <laughs> making the Elsner. Just keep making beers that are delightful and people yeah. will come. Yeah, it sounds like uh, you're doing a really cool thing with your community and with your um, neighborhood and with your family. So, uh, you know, I think there's probably going to be more to come and I hope that we'll get to see you again soon in the future. Yeah, it's it's been a journey. That's the one thing that I would want to say in it overall is that there's never a dull moment. There's lots of challenges it's hard to be a small uh, part of the community because the financial side doesn't always favor us, but like the passion and the drive and when we make beer, it's, it, it's great. And I wish, I wish there were more of us people that make small amounts that are driving and striving for different like, small characters and things like that because that would be good for the progression of beer oh for sure and uh i'm always really excited to see uh new and up up and coming uh people in the brewing industry uh yes as little as they may be right now it's gonna be big guys one day so yeah i i i don't know Jalen, she could potentially be the the next big brewer we don't know yeah and I would definitely say hats off. I salute all the women who are in the brewing industry because it seems like it's unfair. It's a very male-driven business. Yeah. 
there's a stigma and stuff. And so if my daughter rises to be a brewer one day in the industry, um, I'm going to beat everybody up. <laughs> my well, bold prediction, yeah. you're going to be better than Steve Luke someday. And that, that means nothing to you now, but maybe someday it might mean something. And that will be pretty awesome. Yeah. That's something you put in your back pocket. There you go. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, they thank you so much for coming on, both of you. Mm-hmm. Anything more you want to add before you get off? No. Nope. <laughs> you just want to say bye to everybody? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Jason, thank you for so much coming on. Yep. Uh, it's my pleasure. I'm very Gla- grateful to be glad here. Glad we scared you to coming on, too. I saw you running away at one point, so. I, I got in trouble with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't running away. I was getting lectured. <laughs> All, All right. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your night. Cheers. 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 So. All right. So this is our last interview of this uh, Eastside Beer Week, like, extravaganza that we've had here. I know. And this is my favorite one because we have Andy and Dash, who's the star of the show right now. Dash, who's already made an appearance on our Instagram and had a big uh yeah people yeah, following Dash. out of that yeah, so yeah what's going on with dash here dash how is dash so famous besides being so damn adorable well dash is a so he's an 11 year old golden retriever he is uh claimed to fame as he held a hot dog at a mariners baseball game <laughs> 2018 uh i took a photo gal sitting in the section behind us took a video they went viral overnight was just eating a hot dog or holding a hot dog Holding a hot dog. He did get to eat at the end. Okay, good. Oh, good. Uh, Because he's a good boy, so that's his reward. Uh, And then overnight, he got 1,000 followers. He had 10,000 followers by the end of the week. Wow. Oh, my goodness. uh, There's probably a chance I follow Dash. Now he's at 51,000 followers. That is a very famous dog. I mean, and people are like, how'd your dog get famous? I'm like, it's completely an accident. You know, it's like (laughs) lightning in a bottle. You couldn't plan for it. You couldn't script it, but that's how it happens, and then uh, you're involved with Eastside. We, we're, we know the, the folks at Woodenville Wine Com- Country, James, and we've been involved with uh, Flat Stick here for seven and a half years since they've been, since they've been open. Dash was their first Pup of the Month and Pup of the Year. So. There you go. What is Dash's uh, uh, Instagram account? It's dash.dog. Dash dot dog. Perfect. We, we got in early, so we were able to get the, <laughs> the preferred. The dash, dash sorry, it's not a dash. It's D A S H dot period, dog. Yes. Yeah. Uh, period. Dash. Period. Dot dog. So yeah. And true. then I heard that Dash was the uh, first postdoc uh, dog of the month, and then the first postdoc dog of the year. That too? is correct. It yep. has a crown to prove it. And has yep. a crown. They gave him when he was crowned pup of the year. Uh, they gave him a crown, and so he's kind of the postdoc pup emeritus. We come to the crowning of. The annual crowning of the Pustuck Pup of the Month. <laughs> it's royalty. Nobility. Yeah. it's yeah. And you know what? Dash deserves every second of it because Dash is just a good pup. He is a very good boy. Was he a runner with you, too? Uh, Dash used to run. Yeah. yeah I, I, I imagine at 11, probably not running as no, much nowadays. Uh, He's just enjoying retirement. He's, yeah. yeah, his golden years, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a golden retriever. He has golden years, yeah, so he perfect. enjoys them. Um, but, yeah, he used to run with me like 5Ks and, you know. Stuff like that, but now he's a a bit older. And, you know, he enjoys shorter distances. He enjoys shorter dashes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when uh, so if you go on our Instagram, you'll see that there's a good picture of Dash. How do you get him to just are golden retrievers that obedient, where they can just pop up and let you do whatever you want, like put stuff on their head? Because our dog, Zinakita, doesn't deal with that. He, he says no. I mean, I don't think that I don't know that all golden retrievers are as well behaved or as patient as Dash. 
Um, I kind of think I won the, the dog lottery with Dash. Uh, but I think Goldens are one of the more patient or trainable breeds. But that doesn't mean that other, other breeds aren't. So just depends on the dog. So. I mean, our dog is uh, terribly unwell-behaved, and I think we've won the dog lottery with him. So I mean, I, when <laughs> I got Dash from, you know, I got him from a breeder, and they did, like, a, a questionnaire, like, what do you like? What kind of dog are you looking for? Like, an active dog, a talking dog. Mm-hmm. Do you, what activities do you like? And they tried to match you up with the best dog available from the litter. Uh, and I, they, as far as I'm concerned, they did a fantastic job. So, so you've had him as a puppy, though? Yeah, I got him at uh, eight weeks. Oh. So he's been my buddy for that's a good boy. Eleven and a half years almost. So. <laughs> he's a good boy. Yeah. All right, so follow dash dot dog. And then what's a? Uh, are you normally here? Where do, if we want to find Dash in the wilderness, where do we find Dash? I mean, there's a good chance we'll be at postdoc. We're at postdoc often. Okay. We're at uh, one of the flat stick pubs often. Kirkland? Or? Uh, usually at Kirkland, but we also go to Pioneer Square Okay, quite a bit. Uh, if there's a dog-friendly or a dog event like uh, Bark at the Park or something mm-hmm. going on downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, we also go to like Ballard a lot, uh, Urban Family. Uh, at Urban Family, there's always a bulldog that's sitting at the bar. Urban yeah. Family, we also happy. like... Uh, Stoop bail breaker, yeah, bail breaker is great. Uh, Stoop, there's, I mean, Ballard's very dumb. You have your oh, myriad sure. of uh, bars and breweries to choose from there, and it's you delightful. have, yeah, it's hard to, yeah, you have to plan your plan your trip to Ballard because there's yeah. so many to choose from. So. Yeah, uh, we had a friend who just did a dog's first birthday out at the, uh, um, I don't, it, the, what's it, the dog yard right next to the dog the, yard is yeah, very, yeah. right next to the new Bickersons and Lagunitas spot. out there. So yep. um, had a whole like birthday party for their dog for a one year old dog. Um, so that, that seemed like a lot of fun. That would be we've been to the dog yard several times uh, for Dash's birthday, which is January 9th. We always have a party at Postdoc. So very cool. January 9th. Come to Postdoc. January Dash. 9th or whichever weekend is the Saturday closest mm-hmm. to January 9th. And then uh, as a 5K runner, is there anything that you wanted to promote um, coming up or Um, get out there? I mean, there's always plenty of 5Ks to do. Um, We do a lot of charity fundraising, but uh, you can – and it kind of changes depending on what we're doing or what our friends are doing. Uh, If you go to donatewithdash.com, we usually have a link set up to uh, whatever our friends or we are fundraising for at the moment. So Perfect. Awesome. Okay, cool. That's we beautiful. will uh, make sure that we have that linked somewhere. And uh, <laughs> any anything else? Or? Well, it's good having you on. Good having Dash on. Thanks very much. Nice to meet you thank guys. You, yeah, so thank cheers. You Thanks cheers. so much. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>